Albert Einstein once said that play is the highest form of research. Well, let's get ready to do some research. This is Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast, and I am your host, Adam Peterson. Welcome back to the show, everyone. This episode of Teach, Play, Learn, the podcast is brought to you by Bertoenco.com, where you can get top-notch teacher planners, t-shirts, stickers, pens, folders, all kinds of cool stuff. Check them out, Bertoenco.com at the link in the show notes, or head to their website and use the promo code ADAMP15 to save yourself 15% at checkout. My other sponsor today is actually my guest and her company, AliveStudioZoo.com. Alive Studios brings you mind-boggling engagement that will send your instruction through the roof, and I'm so excited to be partnered with them to help you with a promo code TEACHERSLEARN2 at checkout. Use that when you check out all of their technology and engagement software at AliveStudioZoo.com. My guest today, I'm so excited about this, is the chief zookeeper at AliveStudioZoo.com, my good friend Cynthia, who started this company thanks to a pretty awesome story that she's going to tell you during today's episode. So I don't want to give it away. She's a phenomenal lady with a phenomenal company and a phenomenal mindset when it comes to education. And uh, without further ado, Cynthia. All right. Welcome. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. So glad to have you here. Yes. Glad to be here, Adam. So I feel like yeah, I know you and I chatted on my my original podcast before we started this Teach Play Learn podcast, and then you were on DD Nice podcast, talking all about this this amazing company and this engagement software we're going to chat about today. But uh, before we get into that, for new listeners to this show, tell everybody about who you are and your your educational background and why you're on this journey you're on. Sure. So I'm Cynthia. I'm the CEO and Chief Zookeeper of Alive Studios, and I do have an elementary education background. And um, got that from FSU. Don't hold that against me. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's who who I am. And uh, we started because of two little boys that my husband and I adopted. Do you want me to jump into that story, Adam? Yeah, I love this story. This this you know I tell people all the time. So when I go out and talk to teachers, and I show the software, I show the journals, people are always amazed, right? And we're going to get into that, listeners, what those actually are, but. I, I know for you, Cynthia, this, this has so much in your heart. I mean, this is, this is your baby because of your babies, right? Like, and it's one of those things that I say, you guys think the software is cool. Just wait till you hear the story. And I open up the journal and I, re I read them your story. And I tell people, you know, I met this lady at a conference just kind of by accident. And, yeah. and I, I always tell people like my friend started this company. I was like, I don't really, I didn't know her as a friend then, but I can serve friend now, but your story. Yeah. yeah I, I'd love for you to tell the listeners your story. Now I'm crazy passionate about what we're doing uh, to help teachers and kids uh, be engaged. And I, I say teachers too, because you guys, teachers have a hard job even more so now than ever. And right. they can be engaged and excited just as much as the kids. But the story is, you know, I have four kids. I birthed our two girls, but my husband and I decided to adopt two boys they were like six and seven out of a country called Latvia, which is near Russia. And they had a very traumatic uh, past as it already, but we brought them into our home. And one of the challenges we had was teaching them to learn to read. Uh, nothing would engage them. And, uh, you know, I tried everything. I had an education, a different education company at the time. You know, I, you know, I taught a little bit myself, but nothing was working. And, uh, and, and then it wasn't just a personal problem. I come to find out that like 67% of our fourth graders really, I think when they're testing the end of third grade are not proficient in reading. Right. So it's like, my gosh, this is a, this is a big challenge. And uh, I was trying to figure out how to engage my boys. They just, 
did it, this was everything I showed him, mom, that's boring. <laughs> you know, uh, they'd run away. And, and then we end up crying at some point, both of us, because my youngest one, because I thought, God, nothing is going to work. And uh, so I was talking to my husband and uh, we saw at my other company, somebody fooling around with a document. No, this was 10 years ago. Okay. Fooling around with a document camera. And they had a little piece of paper with a black square under it. And they slid it underneath the document camera. Now use your imagination. When they did that, a Eiffel Tower popped up and threw me <laughs> on his computer from like nothing. I'm like, what? He goes, yeah, it's called augmented reality. He's like 23, long red hair. <laughs> you, see, you do what? a good impression. <laughs> yeah. You got to see me do my hair back. It's augmented reality. And I had no idea what he's talking about back then. And, um, but when I saw it, I thought, God, wouldn't it be cool if I was like a, a Gertie giraffe, a giraffe popping up or zoo animals popping up and getting kids engaged to read. That would do it. Right. And so that's how it all started 10 years ago. Uh, we didn't know what we were doing, but we just went in and just started developing um, what ends up being Letters Alive with yeah. these 26 zoo animals to teach early literacy. And then, of course, it went into math. And we just now it's journals. We just And then we ended up launching Alive Studios six years ago just for the purpose of equipping teachers uh, with our stuff to get the kids super engaged. So it's been an exciting ride. It's, it's a cool ride too. And, and like I said, the story is my favorite part of, of why, you know, and then really when you said teachers engagement too, that I, I didn't want to interrupt you, but that's a big part of this. I mean, the kids know, teachers that are listening to this know, the kids know when you're not engaged. And, it, and if we can find something that makes you excited teachers, as well as the kids, then, then that's a win-win situation all around. And and I know in my book, I always talk about the, the definition of play. You know, there's three words that always stand out, engagement, activity, and enjoyment. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned the, the journals and this other new product, the rugs. And I, I think that's what I love about you in this. I know you don't really consider, and maybe you do, but you don't really advertise it as, as play. You advertise it as engagement, but you really are teaching through play because you've got them hooked with the engagement. They're definitely enjoying themselves. And now with the journals, and the rugs, they're they're actively learning too because they're they're moving around the room and they're they're you know touching things on tablets, not just on a screen or moving cards. It's the whole suite of 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 pieces of this just just amaze me. I still don't know. I tell people all the time, I don't know how it works. It just works. It, it works so well. <laughs> so interactive, right? Just yeah. jump around. Yeah, it's a little bit different using technology. I, I it's a lot of times you're, you know, I call it stare and pack. Um, and it has its place, you know, where you're looking, but we yeah. took a different approach where we use like eight different learning modalities. So it's so it's interactive technology and, and it's got a social emotional, it's like mm -hmm. interactive social emotional technology. I just kind of made that up, but it's kind of combines it all. That might be another, another project. Now you're going to work on more <laughs> right. interactive social and emotional technology. I like that. There's gotta be an acronym there for a new company or something. Probably, right? <laughs> well, it's funny. You, you, you mentioned the, the emotional side. I know before we started recording, I was talking to you about my new, new classroom and, and I, I can't ever thank you enough for, for the, the opportunity you've given me to help share your products with students. But um, oh, yeah. I love using them. And, and I was telling, I was telling Cynthia listeners before we started, I have a little boy that I'm working with that's three years old. And uh, I put up, I put up the alligator, Amos alligator first. I shouldn't have done that, but he now every time I turn the TV on or the panel on, he's like, no, 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 no. He doesn't want the animals around at all. He loves looking at them on posters, but we got to get past the. Not ready for that yet. No, not yet. And and if you're listening to this, going, well, oh my gosh, what are you, what are you talking about? What is this? I want to hear more. Um, so 
what we're focusing on here is this idea of using something as common as animals because all kids love animals regardless of what you know i mean kids just love animals they do everybody loves animals and we're using animals to teach letters sounds sight words reading sentences um rhyming so many different things that you've done with this and and i know i was fortunate enough to be on your team of of curriculum developers last year when we wrote this this whole this whole our zookeeper lesson plans yeah. yeah so so maybe tell a little bit about that and and how teachers can get their hands on not just the software but how it's actually transforming the way you're going to teach these things yeah so yeah letters alive has kind of been our flagship product because that's the ela part of it and then we've added the zookeeper lesson plans which we partnered with greg smedley using his mm -hmm. ABC boot camp because we watched how he uses um letters alive with his abc boot camp and so for two and a half years we've de co-developed the zookeeper abc boot camp and then you and several others worked with us on the next 26 weeks of how we use the zoo map we visit the different habitats at the zoo you know our virtual zoo and using these animals to to help teach them just more about early literacy, right? What you said, rhyming and sentence structure and in just this fun and engaging way. And it brings in science and STEM. We went a little yeah. nutty, but it, it's very thematic. It's, it's like Disney. It's, it's like going, and that's kind of our heart too, is we want kids to walk into this magical zoo-themed learning experience for both reading and math. So they're excited about coming. The teacher's excited about, okay, what, what animal are we going to learn about today? And of course, it's all tied to literacy, you right. know, but they don't, but they don't even know they're learning because they're learning about Amos Alligator and his adventures and stuff. So it's a lot of fun. I'm, I'm very blessed to get to do what we get to do and work with teachers like you. I, I've, I've come to realize I've become more of a teacher advocate. I didn't, you know, you're so focused on the students, but but really our focus is really becoming more and more uh, just helping and equipping the teachers um, right. for the kids. Too. Well, you're definitely doing that. You are. And I know I mentioned I, I'm lucky enough to be able to be on this this journey with you. And when you talk about the, you know, it's the engagement of the animal. That's where it starts. But then it's teaching literacy and all these other things. It's so true. I, I know in my and I love it that it's you use the word experience all the time. That's that's what I use with my new classroom I'm running is. We call it an early learning experience because yes. I don't want it to be, I, I don't, nothing against tutoring, but I don't want it to be considered tutoring. Like tutoring to me is helping with work that you're assigned by someone else. Right. I want this to be school that we're at where I'm at right now. And I know it's just a private little classroom I'm teaching out of, but we've got it all decorated. I, I haven't, I haven't revealed the full decoration yet because I'm still putting pieces together, but it's, it's going to be this whole jungle zoo themed decoration. I've got it started with, with you guys, but, um, what I was going with there is when you mentioned the literacy side, it, it's, it's fascinating to me to watch how quickly kids just grasp it. And again, it's going to be different for every student, but I've got this little group of three that I'm working with and they're, they're like a borderline four and five year old group. They're all, they're all cousins. So they come from grandma's house together and I get to work with the three of them at the same time and to watch them go from, I mean, I've only seen them three times and to watch them go from, you know, we, we did a pre-assessment of, of just letter knowledge. One of them knows all her letters. She's working on sounds. Another one has a few. Another one is just, just starting to learn. I mean, they're just being exposed, you know? And to see them come up to the screen when they're on the panel, and we've just been working on Amos, Alligator, and Brody Bear so far. That's all we've done is we've gotten through those two. We've done a little bit of activities with them. And um, 
I only see them for an hour, so it's a little bit harder to, to kind of pack it all in. Right. But where I'm going with this, to see them come up then, we were doing the activity on, on Letters Live. And if listeners, if, you, if you're listening to this and you know the, the product, um, you can lay down different cards that are sight word cards, and we, we turn the bear different colors. So we'll say the bear is green, the bear is blue, the bear is yellow, whatever it is. And I'm watching them take turns putting these cards down as I, I reveal color words to them. And then without really a cue from me, watching them come up to my panel in my room and, and touch the words, and without me saying, all right, I want you guys to read it together, they're just doing it, you know? And, and to yeah. see little ones who are still working on letters, be able to recognize when they touch that, the bear is yellow, the bear is green. I know that's a very basic step, mm -hmm. but when I think about how this is gonna help build their reading process, it's- Well, it's the confidence, that's what we've, we've, um, we've seen that with, we, there was like these little boys that were just constantly in trouble and they pulled them out and we were there and we said, can we show them letters alive? And forget reading, you know, they, we didn't really hardly know any of their letters, but when we started doing exactly what you said, the little boy stood up and said, the frog can jump. Oh. <laughs> the pride in his face. And then the other little boy next to him, he says, can I read? We go, absolutely. He did the same thing. And it's like when they went home, they're telling their parents, I read a sentence today. So oh. that whole confidence thing is so just as important you know, as the actual reading it's itself. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, I think you're helping, you're helping bring a, I know you mentioned like the technology piece and you don't always want it to be about that. You know, the, the screen, whatever the sit and pack that you called it. Um, and I think that's where tech does get a bad rap sometimes is like kids are just in front of a screen, 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 screen. But when we put a purpose to that, when it's not just sitting in front of a screen, staring at a video for four hours, you know, like there's a purpose to it. And I think I sent you a screenshot of the, the text I got from a parent. So with one of my little guys who's four last week, I sent home his, his journals for the, and I want to talk more about those in just a second, but I sent his journals home and his mom downloaded the app onto his iPad and he got to, to make the animals come to life at his home and he was feeding them at his home. And she texted me and said, his grandma was babysitting him and his grandma quote unquote hates devices. <laughs> like, but she's like She was obsessed with it. And she was so excited because she saw his excitement. Uh, that's and awesome. it was, it was one of those moments like, yeah, this is, this is the purpose. Like it's, it's not to, it's not to have a kid just, you know, just drown themselves in this technology. There's gotta be a purpose to it. Just like there's in everything else we do. Right. Yeah. And then you see the family engagement, right. Of all ages yeah. is really nice to see him holding, you know, Amos the alligator's hand at home. And he, he was just thrilled to go home and tell him about it. And her comment back to me was, I'm just excited to see him excited. And I'm like, Hey, if that's, if that's all we do in the hour I see him, just get him excited about wanting to learn, then then I feel like I'm doing my job. And he was saying about, he just learned about the letter A and it has- That's it, yeah. Yeah, otherwise he could care less before. Yeah, he was he was just excited to do it. And and now I noticed, that I'll see him again this week and I'm just excited to see what he comes back with. But my group of three that I saw, they came back and were like, that's the letter A, that's the letter B, like Amos Alligator, like Brody Bear. I'm like- yeah, that's exactly right. Let's move on. Like they're just getting it. So incredible. I love hearing those stories. I got to tell you, COVID has been tough on us. Right. Because just, you know, the focus with education is totally changed. We're just trying to, you know, feed kids and keep everybody safe. And, um, but boy, when I hear stories like that and people email me stories and share them, that's what gets me so excited to get up in the morning and keep, keep fighting um, through all this craziness right now. So, yeah, thanks for sharing that. I, I love hearing it. Well, and I'm, uh, yeah, hey, you're welcome. Thank you for, for the opportunity to be able to share it. But I, I'm gl so glad you brought up COVID and the struggle too, because 
this is one of those products. I mean, your, your journals, your, your, your whole suite of software is something that can really drive home engagement over a virtual setting. Right. And yeah, I know Greg, you mentioned Greg has had done that. I'm going to have him on the podcast here in a couple episodes, I think, and talk more about that transition of virtual to, to in-person, but I know he was using letters alive. Um, yeah. The journals are such an e- math alive. Yeah. Are such an easy thing to send home that when you're stuck in a virtual setting, engagement is key in that setting, right? I mean, that's, that's the most important piece of it. And, and to see this product help with that is, is huge. Yeah. Now I had no idea either too. I didn't even think about our stuff could be used virtually. And then yes, uh, Greg contacted me Beth out of California with first, she's with first graders. Yeah. And, um, Oh gosh, I can't think of my, just lost. There's another one. She's, we have a blog about her, but anyway, they're all contacted me going, Oh my gosh, I couldn't get, you know, especially about I couldn't get the kids attention, but I started screen sharing letters alive with the animal right. and they're like off the charts. I'm like, Oh my God, that's so exciting. <laughs> so it does work. And that's what we've been hearing. So we know about the journals uh, and the zoo crew show uh, works great for parent engagement and at home learning. But yeah, it was refreshing to see that Letters Live was so effective in Math Live uh, virtually teaching too. Yeah, well, I think people forget that that simple screen share option allows the classroom to be in the, the child's home, right? Like, and if you can do it in the classroom, you can do it over a screen too. And right. it's it's so, it's comforting to see um, how many schools are starting to transition back to that in person. And I can't wait to see it continue to pop alive in classrooms. Um, I keep using the term when this is all over, not if it's all over, because it's going to be. And I'm, I can't wait for the day that it is that we can get back to the, the normal routine of, of everything the way education should be. But to see teachers adapt, I know you mentioned like you're all about helping teachers and helping teachers. I, I've been fascinated by the adaptations teachers have taken yes. through all of this. It, it's, it's nothing short of amazing to see what they've done. Yeah, teachers are amazing people. So let, let's go through the, the stuff. You mentioned the augmented reality software that can be on the computer or a TV or even through a smart board somehow. Then you ventured into this, this hands-on learning with, with the journals. And I know I've used that term a couple of times in the episode so far, but um, tell everybody about these journals that they can get and where they can find them and, and what they can do with them. Yeah. So, you know, what's cool is the journals are only 10 bucks, but the yeah. app is free and they look like regular normal journals but they're not, they'll they're come not alive. <laughs> the free app makes them come alive. And it's just a great way to learn your letters, your sounds. Um, you learn to write the letters correctly. There's some activities in there so you can work on your, um, you know, handwriting skills. Um, and it's both for letters and for math for ages, really two to six, I'm going to mm-hmm. say. And I say two because we have a great testimony on our website of a two and a half year old who is watching our Zoo Crew Alphabet show, which is free on YouTube, just 26 episodes, along with her Letters Alive journal. And, uh, and this is a summer. And when she went through the whole thing and watched the show with her journal, she ended up knowing all of her uppercase letters, all of her lowercase letters, and a lot of the sounds. And she wasn't even three yet. And I, I was blown away. And we had the mom sent us a video of her. And we actually have that on our website if people want to watch it. It's at a live studio zoo.com or live studios co.com. They can see it. Yeah. They're, they're pretty fascinating. I know my little guy, like I said, I sent one home last week or two of them home with him, his letters and his math journal. And just to hear the response from the parent, but, but to see, see the kids, like when they first see it happen, that's the coolest part is because they think it's just a, a coloring book for lack of right. better words. Right. Yeah. Like in my little, I had a little girl with me yesterday that was working and she goes, can I just color my bear? 
I'm like, yeah, honey, we're going to color it. But I said, I want you to practice this writing first. And I kind of used it with that. Like before we get to the fun part, fun, uh, quote unquote, fun yeah. part, we're going to do this part. And there were a couple of kids in my group yesterday, or my groups, one little boy who is, is very reluctant to just sit, sit and get, you know, like he doesn't want to just sit and write. He doesn't want to just sit and color, but to show him, I'm like, all right, buddy, here's what you're going to do. I want you to trace that number one. We're really going to practice number one, you know, work on your pencil grip. And he was so excited when he could stay on those dots in the journal. Yeah. And I said, but, but you ain't seen nothing yet, buddy. Cause watch what happens when you use your tablet there and, and scan over that little letter bug. And his eyes were like, Whoa. And he got to feed Brody bear. And it's just one of those things that you, when you can pair the two worlds together, technology and learning, then, then, you know, you're going to hook the kids with, with everything you got. Yeah. Yeah. And we kept such a traditional in there because we do want them to learn to write. Yes. I know it's, we've been kind of losing some of the momentum there. So yeah, we got the traditional with, with the technology and we kind of married them together. And that's kind of a, our philosophy um, and keep people engaged, the adults too. Well, it's a great philosophy. Yeah. And then another piece of my classroom that, that I love to share with people is this, this rug that I have. So that's another one. I still don't get how it, people always say like, how does that work? I'm like, I, I don't know, but it works. So, so rugs alive, I think is, is the latest of your, your suite of products that came out besides zookeeper lesson plans and all that, but the actual physical product that came out was this, this rug and tell people what, what they can do with these ABC rugs. Yeah. So the rugs, they look like a normal, innocent rug, yeah. but not. So if you, again, you download our free app called Rugs Alive, and then you download our free seven habitats. So we've got these habitat cards that you print out. And if you match the right habitat with the right animal and then scan it with your tablet, the animal comes alive. looks like he's standing on your rug. <laughs> so cool. And the kids, you know, can hug them and pet them and you can take pictures with them. And again, it's very interactive. It's got STEM and sciences and literacy all in there. But again, we just try to take the ordinary and make it extraordinary, right? For the kids to be excited. Well, so yeah, you've, alive. you've for sure done that, no, no doubt. And, and that's what I love about the way you keep growing this, this idea is it started with this idea to just engage your own two boys. And then it went to literacy and then it went to math and now it's into habitats. I mean, I'd love to say they were my ideas, but most of them are people we run into. (laughs) Cynthia, wouldn't it be great if a rug would come alive? I'm like, (laughs) a minute, that's a great idea, you know, and the journals, same, same thing. And then we've drugged the journals around beta for months. We must have have 30 different teachers input on those journals. Yeah. So yeah, we just get good ideas and then put all the magic together and <laughs> get it out there for everybody. Well, it's been it's been an awesome ride being a part of the team. I, I love seeing it come to life. I know at our a meeting we had in Atlanta, gosh, has it been like two years now? Two Probably. or three when we met for that. And that was just to really start mapping out the the whole curriculum side of this. I mean, I think that's what I love about you guys is you went from I always think of the show Shark Tank and, and I mean, this is not sponsored by Shark Tank in any way, but I think about how they always say like, you have an idea, you don't have a business, right? And and they use that term a lot. Like you got a great idea or a great product, you don't have a business. And I, I think that's what makes you guys stand out from some educational companies that might not make it is you've taken this idea and you put together some products, but you've really turned it into, I don't know if the business, I mean, it is a business, but you've turned it into, I don't know, something that's going to, just change the world of education. And it's, it really is. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a company that is doing good things for teachers. Yeah, we, we hope so. And, and yeah, we, we want to do good on the earth. So uh, yeah, 
Well, yes. I love your mission. I know you mentioned the the literacy rate and I know there's there's so many alarming factors with what literacy rates are and even math rates, you know, with, with education as, as kids continue on through school. And and you you're on a mission to to change all that. And I applaud you for that every single day. You and your team. I know you guys work hard behind all those walls that are there. Uh, I know you're in your own little office right now, but um I, I've seen you guys in action and your team works and works and works. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, we love what we do and so and we even have, I know some of the challenging is funding for the teachers. Yes. So there's a funding resource page on our website to give ideas to help with funding. So um, that might be, uh, I think it's under, it's on our website, I think under support. All right, we'll link it in the show notes for sure. But uh, okay. yeah, so the website, alivestudiozoo.com. Uh, Cynthia, thank you for hanging out today. I really appreciate this conversation. Appreciate all you do. Yep. Thanks so for having me. Love you guys. All right. See ya. Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to hear more music like what you're hearing right now, visit cuckookangaroo.com. And then please like, share, and rate this podcast wherever you're listening to it so others can find it too. I'll see you guys on the next episode. Because you are the best.